there's a but, weed eater um, song called Wizard Fight. Fucking rips. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'm kind of appreciating like metal f- ma- metal fantasy aesthetics right now. So like, you know, dragons stepping on people, biting people's heads <laughs> off, and like huge buff dudes with like you know, big breasted women who also have large swords. Um They're all they're all on shrooms. Yeah. Yeah, they're like taking shrooms and fighting like huge frogs. <laughs> it makes them look smaller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they it's they the accidentally they can fight it. They eat mushrooms that acts makes them smaller, yeah. They're like little mini <laughs> heroes. Um so yeah, that's makes that's a metal thing. And like skeletons that are badass. Um and oh yeah, swords. yeah, with like some with like dice, they're like holding a pair <laughs> of dice. It's yeah, really cool. and they'll they'll freaking stab you. Yeah, dice roll bones. Yeah. Uh, I recommend checking out the page, uh, Facebook page, Dice Roll Bones. It's a bunch mm. of uh, skeleton dice roll bones. Is a skeleton. He loves to uh, kill police officers and. Uh, That's real fuck women yeah yeah I, I love those skeletons that are like I'm sorry my sense of humor is a little bit sick and twisted <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's basically anything Jared Leto Joker would say yeah. some people <laughs> some people don't get me sorry if you're offended but it's just the way I am <laughs> speaking of uh, I saw um, I saw Justice League the other day and uh <laughs> the Joker shows up in the last like 15 minutes or something. Damn. He's not even like tied. He's not tied to the story. It's the first that movie the first time all. he shows up, it's 15 minutes to the end. Yeah, and uh yeah, it's like it's like this dream sequence and uh it's like post-apocalyptic and Batman asks the Joker for help uh <laughs> to take down Darkseid, I guess. <laughs> like they can beat them like the Batman and Joker are gonna beat Darkseid, but okay. anyway, like, um, the Joker, like, Jared Leto, uh, literally says he's, to the Batman, okay. he's like, "You need me. Besides, who's gonna give you a reach around?" And uh, apparently, Jared Leto improvised uh, that last part. God, I hate him. I hate is, him so um, much. It's totally uh Something uh, I would never expect the Joker <laughs> to say to Batman. <laughs> I mean, um, fair enough, but God, so stupid. Yeah, why is like why is Jared Leto's image of the Joker this like asshole who tells fucking dirty jokes? Is he like, like the gangster Joker? He's got like, does he ever show up in his like Jesus robes or whatever? Like in the that one picture that came out or whatever? Or is that just a? Promotional picture that had literally nothing to do with the movie. I don't think I've ever seen him in Jesus robes. Oh, really? You didn't? There was like a picture that came out that was supposed to be like part of the the media Snyder cut thing, and it was like he was like supposed to look like Jesus, but it was Jared Leto Joker. Maybe I didn't even notice. Uh... Wow, that sucks. Yeah, yeah look it up. <laughs> Yeah, it's really dumb. 
Oh. He looks like shit. Yeah, no, I haven't. I, I didn't see that in the movie. Good. <clears throat> Although, now that I remember, yeah, maybe he was wearing it. All I noticed was he was wearing like a tactical vest. And I was like, that looks really stupid. It was a tactical vest that said police on the back. And I was mm. like, you somehow made your stupid Joker image look even stupider with this fucking <laughs> police vest on. But just, like, just looks- lame decision after lame decision. Dude, I. I don't know if I don't know if there's if there's any celebrity that I dislike more than Jared Leto, to be honest. Like <laughs> I think he's a really deranged <clears throat> freak. I, I don't think he's like I don't think I've seen him in anything where he's like exceptional <sighs> in like delivering a performance either. <clears throat> Uh, he's like his whole like character in Blade Runner was like, uh, I, he's like blind or something, right? Ugh, fucking fuck that. Uh, he's in that too. I wanted to watch that movie. Oh. You guys hear about Jared Leto's like, he, he didn't know COVID was happening. <laughs> you know about this? No. He was on like a, he's. <laughs> I think it was, it was like a meditation retreat in the desert or something. <laughs> uh, so when they like shut everything down, he was like gone. And he, he, he made a post on social media like, wow, just hearing about this. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you know, said his piece about COVID. <laughs> that was really funny. Of course, he fucking... Had no idea there was a global pandemic. <laughs> he was on some fucking spirit quest. It, he's in, in his, the desert. He's like in his. Oh yeah, and also just like generally in his cult compound that like <laughs> yeah. I don't know is like on some fucking plateau or something. And it's the same. It's a really weird place. Hold on, I need to find the name of it. But like, really weird stuff has gone down there. Like he's and. This is the thing with Jared Leto, man. He's like like Jim Morrison and these other kind of like industry plant kind of people. Their parents or their fathers, at least, were like in the Air Force, right? So these Air Force kids, for some reason, their dads probably fucking ended up in the CIA or some shit, but then their kids end up being celebrities like Jim Morrison and Jared Leto specifically, man, like, uh, I know Jared Leto, like, got famous for, like, no reason, really. Like, he just had, like, dud after dud as far as acting roles go. And there was really, like, there was really no reason that he should have kept getting chances, but he just did. And they just kept sucking, and then until he finally, like, I guess, hit a good one with, like, Requiem for a Dream or something like that. But, um, and then, oh, yeah, and his fucking stupid band... That I don't think is very good personally. Thirty seconds to Mars, um, nah. Just kind of like, just kind of got, got a break for no reason, really. I mean, you could say it's yeah, I guess because Jared Leto is a fucking actor and he used his money and whatever, but uh, everything about it just seems like like it's a plant. Like he was gonna, there's. Some his dad is some rich and powerful person that was just like my son's gonna be famous no matter what, 
And now he's running a fucking cult, basically. It's very creepy. I don't know if you, do you guys know about the Jared yeah. Leto 13, 30 Seconds to I, Mars cult. Yeah, I just read about it a little bit. Um, called the Echelon. Sickening, dude. <laughs> At least he's transparent. He, I guess he's just like, I'm starting, the band's starting a cult. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you want to say anything good about that sort of thing. Yeah, I need to find. I'm trying to find the the look what the name of the place is where it, they live. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious because I'm wondering if that's where he was when when the pandemic uh, was official. When uh, COVID went Facebook official. Yeah. Ugh. Camp Mars. Really. I think that maybe I think that's uh no I think it's something else. Never mind. Um. Well, yeah, I'll. I'll Jared Leto's just. I'm gonna look more into this. Weirdo. Yeah, I think there's like a weird. I think there's some cre- very creepy shit behind this, and I'm gonna look more into it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up again. Um. I because I, I think honestly can't I wait. think there's some kind of like CIA Illuminati weirdness happening. Uh, some Project that. Monarch shit. Yeah, yeah. I think he's they're being used to program uh, Americans. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, speaking of, I uh, I watched Josie and the Pussycats uh, the other day. The film. Um, Phil, have you seen that? Uh, Josie and the Pussycats? Live action. Uh, t- this came out in 2001, I think. I remember. I feel like I remember it so fondly, but at the same time, can't necessarily remember anything about it. It's very weird movie. Yeah. Was there a cartoon? It, it was very... Yeah. yeah, it was like an Archie comic yeah. originally. Oh, uh, right, right. And then it's like a cartoon, Hanna-Barbera. But, um... This movie was like really weird because like I would say 90% of that film like every 90% of the shots in that movie had blatant like advertising mm-hmm. in the background or in the foreground like depending on what they're doing it was just like the first scene they get on a plane and there's the, the interior plane is just like w- wallpapered with like tiling target logos um and it, it was just like blatantly apparent the like way they were forcing advertisements in your face and uh yeah it seemed to be like a meta sort of like driving point for what the Mm. movie was about which was basically you know they get signed and the record company basically uses music to brainwash uh all of the world into like consumerism basically Mm. Um, using some sort of like subliminal low frequency sounds, like we're yeah we're still talking about Josie and the Pussycats, right? Like, yeah. it, it's so strange, like that that was like the message that they were trying to send to you with like this cartoon. Like, it had nothing to do with the cartoon, yeah. Other than like. They were like solving 
like this big issue or whatever but like yeah really weird movie mm. it makes you feel really weird it makes you question like whether you're being affected by uh all the advertisement in the movie like the whole time i'm like yeah. is this working right right sometimes it does and it's like this weird sort of thing where they're they're like making fun of this dynamic but at the same time they're selling their own product which is the movie mm-hmm. and like they recorded all these songs just for the movie so they can sell their soundtrack and like um yeah it's weird it's a weird movie also uh 20 years old yesterday 20 year anniversary was hey, yesterday happy birthday a- Josie and the Pussycats movie <laughs> I thought that was like a weird coincidence that, that's uh, pretty Freaky. How did we start yeah. talking about that again? Oh, Jared uh, Leto. We were talking about, yeah, yeah. we are talking about uh, sort of subliminal uh, brainwashing and stuff. Um, right. I think. Uh, and what I would call cult-like fandoms. I think Jared Leto is going to pull a Jim Jones in the next decade, but we'll see. I hate to say <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I hope not. God forbid um, <coughs> something like that happens again. He's the kind of, anyway, he's the this kind is of freak a... that you would expect, though. All right, let's do the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the Super Beat Podcast. Uh, we're a couple guys who are fucking up to no good. Uh, That's right. Playing. Uh, uh, playing. I'm not going to do it. Playing, I'm playing, playing, um, uh, jacks out on the sidewalk, you know, and and, <laughs> nice. and marbles, yeah, yeah, pickup sticks, mm-hmm. all the those never do well games that street only street uh, urchins kick, play, kick the can, yeah, you know, classic, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're we're talking about uh, fandoms today. Uh, let me repeat that: fandoms. Fandoms it sounded like I said phantoms. You ever been a fan of something? <laughs> oh yeah, totally, man. I'm a fan of a bunch of stuff. Um, what about you? Oh yeah, I just I have many fandoms. You know, um, I'm a fan of No Sex Before Marriage. Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, yep. abstinence, loving God more than above all, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And more than everything. Um, and you know, also just any media related to that kind of, of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Narnia. Yeah. Um, mostly, uh, I, I'm a fan of being chaste and disciplined. I was just chastising myself last night because <laughs> I was having impure thoughts. That's very, that's very good. That's very good. That's and, what we're, um, that's what, we're, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. No, seeing the error of your ways, right? Uh, it says that in the Bible uh, somewhere. And so you shall inherit the kingdom of heaven, they say. But that would imply God has to die first, right? Since it's his kingdom. So you're going to be waiting a long time that to is, inherit that kingdom. That is true. Yeah. It is weird. It is weird 
how they say stuff like that and it's like wait what do you mean like what is it's like some implied fate for humanity um mm -hmm. where you know all of a sudden it's ours oh, is it ours now we're god now well it's yours yeah because it says you it, it doesn't say all of yins yeah no. You know, it's just there's you read the uh the the small text or whatever. What do they call that? You read the small text on the the small print. You read the small mm, print as you know, Esther. you're going to realize you're never inheriting this kingdom of heaven. Um yeah. and you know. It's another uh Jared Leto sort of sort of yeah, sort of Jared Pyramid scam. Jared Leto scam. Yeah, it's like very in his style. Um and uh We'll we'll see um, how many souls he gathers in his playthrough of IRL. <laughs> he he's gonna be given souls, dude. If anything, <laughs> oh man, that um, man's got so many souls. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're fans. We're fans of stuff here. Uh, sometimes, um, you know. I go on my uh, Reddit and I look at all the things I follow and I'm like, I'm a fan of a lot of things. I'm not, uh... And what's interesting is I've yet to send a death threat to anyone, even when I've been upset. Hmm. You got to get on that. So I'm wondering, I, think, like, I think that's, I think you're supposed to do that. It, if you're passionate about good, something, you better show it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> That was so sultry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, you know. Uh, <laughs> don't let anyone don't let anyone say a bad thing about your about your thing you're a fan of. Yeah, don't kill my favorite character either. And you better make them uh have a romantic relationship with this character too. Oh right, yeah. Anyway, you have to you have to threaten the creators. Yeah, because they have the power. Yeah. Um, and if the ending sucks, oh boy, you're going to get it. Mm. Mr. or Mrs. Writer out there. Uh, shotgun, uh, pump yeah. sound. One handed too, because I'm badass too. Free sound underscore <laughs> shotgun. There, I did it. Um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. guys, guys, what is a fan? What would you call a fan? What is what's a fan mean? What's a fan and what's not a fan? Um, uh, I think you know how how would how would you define fan? Well, <clears throat> that's the thing. I mean, a fan is a fan. You're just the person that likes a thing. But I think when you uh, when you the, you know the terms fanboy and fangirl. Maybe, you know, a little outdated, a little infantilizing. But I feel like mm. that's the next step up from just being a fan of something is when you fan boy or girl for it. Um, mm. uh, you know, where you're in the old, you know, back in the day, you would you would create like an, an angel fire website or something like that. Or, um, you know, and then that turned into having a Tumblr where. You just, you know, you, you find fan art or you make fan art maybe. Um, and, you know, you, you write fanfic. 
that's short for fan fiction. Um, fan fiction. And, uh, and then, you know, that's kind of like the, that's the lighter side of it. Um, but what you're also probably doing at the same time is uh, living on a message board, you know, and this is a little bit more prevalent back in the day. Now they're all on like Facebook and stuff, but you know, there'd be random forums or whatever you'd hang out on and get defensive and get really, really hateful and angry um, talking about these things with other people that are supposed to appreciate it the same way you do. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, you must, there's a war to be fought when you're a fan, right. when you're a fan of something. You need to set them straight. You need to guide them to the light of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they won't know true fandom. They won't appreciate it right. <clears throat> right. Um, so basically, uh, Wikipedia defines a fan, at, or sorry, Wikipedia defines a fandom as a subculture composed of fans characterized by a feeling of empathy and camaraderie mm. with others who share a common interest. That's very nice. Um, you know, been around probably since the Donna Man, when uh, uh, primordial uh, Homo erectus saw a zebra for the first time and thought, <laughs> "I like that," and then the other guy said, "I like that," and then they realized they were connected. Yeah, they were, a, a bond was formed for their mutual like of something. And they're like, "I want." I want um, pants that look like that, and that was the yeah, that was the first killed it. <laughs> the first fashion, first fashion wave. That's actually how Louis Vuitton got started. Yeah, cave cavemen, um, folks. Yeah, they started everything. <sighs> um, but what's what's interesting was what you brought up before was um on arguing with uh people in your fandom about stuff. There's like a sort of contradiction that existed, you know, then and now, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, I don't know, like I'm part of that Shin Megami Tensei group on Facebook, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, where it's kind of like, it's only toxic yeah. behavior. It is only people arguing with each other about this thing they all like, but all call it's, uh, shit, whatever. It's cancer, man. <laughs> There truly is. Uh, <laughs> it is destroying itself. It is. It is literally cancer. Um, and it's. It's very interesting. Like the the state of fandom now is incredibly toxic to me. Um, obviously not in its entirety, yeah. but I mean there's, most of what you see now. There's community to be is, had, but yeah, a lot of it's a really snobby kind of vibe. Yeah, and it's like, fucking, why why is this so important to people, you know? I mean, like, probably shouldn't be saying this, actually. I'm not trying to get assassinated, but, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused, like, by all this shit. I'm, I'm confused by how you are supposed to be, or how you're supposed to act as a fan, so I'm hoping we can get to the bottom of, uh, you know, what what makes you a true fan or what makes you a, a, a fake fan, mm. as we uh, mentioned earlier. So I, I got a couple of questions. My first question is, can you be a fan of something if you don't 
like one thing from that franchise. No. So. Yeah, absolutely not, Bernie. Um, you, you have to defend every everything, um, and and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, that's sim- simple, short answer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about I mean, what about what about truly yeah it's it's fine dude like get over it you can like something and you know it's fine yeah You're i don't cool. think there's uh i don't think there's any any game um or anything really pretty sure yeah i don't, I don't think there's anything that i consider myself a fan of that i don't find at least like one flaw in or at For least sure. just like or you know, like an album from a band or something. Where there's at least one song that I'm, you know, might skip, might skip over. Just, just don't like it as much as the other parts, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no. Is that a problem? Same. <laughs> well, the problem is like I was kind of hoping to uh, take a devil's advocate role this whole time, and I. I I honestly can't empathize with this point at all um, <laughs> because I can't think of, uh, like you said, a single thing like that's perfect, you know? Yeah. I mean, we uh, talked about Cowboy Bebop recently. Um, you know, there's a couple episodes of that. I'm just kind of like, this one's, this one's kind of boring. I don't really care. I will um, say there's some like, some things uh whether it's like music or a tv show or a game or something like that some some franchise or some artist there's some maybe some like mediocre things that come out of it that uh i end up liking because i'm a fan of that whatever that is um even if i'm still like eh it's not not my favorite but i'm cool with it because it's like it's part of this this whole, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, but I think like that's a ch- uh, more on the reasonable side of some people's uh, mentality on this stuff. Sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm a I reasonable a, yeah. guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Russell line from Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> before he says something unreasonable. <laughs> Hurt. Look, I'm a reasonable guy, but <laughs> oh, Kurt! Do you remember you're gonna say, Phil? Uh, yeah, just like um, I literally, I literally do remember when I was a child, and uh, you know, attaching to things and certain, you know, series or bands or whatever. Um, probably happened more with music, honestly. Uh, but pretty much everything for a certain certain period of age where I actually would kind of think of things like that where it's like alright if I like something then everything about it is good like I'm not gonna even try to find flaws because that would almost like destroy it for me in my mind like if I find if I do find something that's stupid or whatever you know so like um, you know everything about Final Fantasy was awesome and if you didn't like it then there was something wrong with you um and you know every red hot chili pepper song was so good 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Kiedis is such a good vocalist, yeah. no matter what, and there's nothing you can tell me to, to, to convince me otherwise. Um, All his lyrics know, his, were just so deep and yeah he's never phoning it in he's just always uh <laughs> always the, the most brilliant man mm. the best the best vocalist just you know objectively good singing um uh you know stuff like that yeah i think <laughs> but uh yeah, i grew, I grew I, out of that <sighs> at this point but. yeah no i feel like everyone I don't know. I'm being presumptuous, but I assume everyone was like that when they're younger. Like I, I've definitely had shit ruined for me simply because of what somebody has said to me when I was a kid. Um, and it's just kind of like you're 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 uh, you're not very smart when you're young. You you don't think about things critically, right? Uh, right. So it, uh, the truth will set you free of the curse that is something that is objectively bad yeah. in the first place but and it's weird like you don't uh, recognize it took me a i don't know i felt like it didn't really start thinking critically and sometimes i think i maybe i think because i've been expo- exposed to so much criticism of media that now i i think more critically just because it's like oh it's fun too you know mm-hmm. like but um often in life like you know what i really want is like i want to like stuff like I'm not looking for, (laughs) I'm not trying to look for the flaws. I just, I want to enjoy things. And, um, (laughs) so yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've maybe grown a little bit more as you, if you, if you, if you gain any more cynicism than you already had through your like twenties or whatever, um, it's kind of becomes more fun to, even if it's stuff you really, really love to look at it critically. Cause it's like, I don't know, you're thinking about the craft and like, um, mm. you know, how you might do something if you were making an anime or game or whatever. Or it does um, a complete 180 and everything you look at is a piece of shit and everything's annoying and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which happens to me a lot, actually. <laughs> another question i have another question for you guys shoot about fandoms um can you be a fan of something like can i be a fan of star wars if like mm, i only watch two of the movies or can i be a fan of uh you know the what's a popular game series now battlefront oh Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> can I be a can my, can I be a fan of Mario if all I've played is Odyssey? You know, shit like that. Um, yeah, but then you know your scope's kind of limited. I mean, you can't. I feel like I feel like you got to maybe play at least one other Mario game, or maybe I think. Like, I wouldn't, you're not in the Mario fandom if all you played is Galaxy, I don't think. Cause, like, it is, 
Hmm. I mean, it depends. Are you are you actively or at least like hoping to play more Mario games, or are you just gonna stick with that one and say, "Oh, I love everything about about Mario." (laughs) <laughs> I like the scenario where they don't want to play anymore. Though. Yeah, <laughs> they really love Mario, but well, that's uh, there's, there's sub I mean, fandoms, right? So it's like no, you're you're in the you're, you're in the sub fandom of Mario Odyssey. You can only stay in that section of the forum. The rest of the forum, you don't know what people are going to be talking it's about. It's off limits, dude. So you got to stay it's in the you got to stay in the Mario in Odyssey corner. <laughs> you got to stay in that section of the forum, um, and because you're not going to be able to appreciate the rest of the you know the shit there really mm. and it's not to say you have to play all of the games but you at least got to watch some youtube videos or something you know get the whole scope so you can understand the lore i don't of the mushroom king see i don't know i don't know if i feel i don't know if i feel that way to be honest um because like i i, I think i understand your question now like do they plan on playing more or are they just content with that i think for the sake of this like scenario uh they do plan to play more because it's just like uh people's uh, fandoms start like always start with like one thing i guess yeah for sure so like if that person played mario galaxy and loves mario after that i think Mm. uh that constitutes a fan but i i think if they show up to like a mario convention or something they're gonna have some trouble uh you know relating to some people who only played the ones on Super Nintendo or some shit. Right. But I mean, like... like some 50-year-old man. Personally, like, you know, things I'm a fan <laughs> of, like, especially things with multiple entries, um, I will... There's probably... A lot of times, you know, there's one game in the series or whatever that I... Or one or two games, maybe, in the series that I played a lot. And then, you know, the rest... I try to, like, I try to, like sample a bunch like Shin Megami Tensei did that a lot. Like I, I really played the shit out of Nocturne, but like I dipped my toes into Digital Devil Saga a little bit. Dipped my toes into the first one for Super Nintendo. Um, and you know, with Persona, I kind of um dipped my toes into four and five a little bit. Never in one especially. Um, <laughs> never beat those games, but I feel like I have. I want to someday. Um, but I do feel like I really have like a. a appreciation for the series i would i would i feel comfortable in the fan in the fan group or whatever because i i feel like i i know a good a good bit about all of these games um despite not having completed all of them but yeah Yeah. no i'm the same way i've only beat persona 5 and uh smt4 i think those are the only to I beat, mm-hmm. I've played like a lot of them, but like, and those, I, I would say that's my favorite like game franchise, like, so, um, yeah, I guess like that kind of like leads into the next, uh, not really, I guess that relates to the question we just asked, like, like I, I haven't beat any of those games really, but I love the franchise. Um, and I, see, these these questions are going to get more extreme and more uh, traumatizing. So, so uh, oh, yeah. this is a, like a trigger warning uh, for any uh, hypersensitive individuals mm. uh, <laughs> listening. Uh, yeah, you can just mute 
mute it from here until the next episode, and then you should be fine. <laughs> right. Um, can you be a fan of something if you haven't even played, <laughs> watched, or read it? <clears throat> uh, uh, if you, if you want. Mean, sure, man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about what I want. <laughs> I mean... What do you guys think? I don't... <laughs> I want to. I want to give an example. So, okay. uh, let's go back to Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Persona Five hyper popularized that franchise and brought a whole bunch of new people to that whole mm-hmm. thing. And uh, I've seen multiple times people screen uh, screen capping Twitter posts where people are saying, "I I love I love Persona," and somebody's like. Well, which games have you played? And they're like, I haven't played any of them. I watched them on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, you fucking watched them. Whatever. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> that's basically playing them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that's yeah. I mean, who, that's what it's, I, it's who, the same. Who, um, it's it's story driven. You're there to see what happens. Right. You know, it's, it's like a visual novel. Like, I don't even know what else to compare it to, but I mean, it's it's just. A, it's, it's no different than like watching a movie. You get the story out of it, you know. I think it's a. I think it's a. F- I think it's funny and goofy to invest your time into something like that, um, where yeah. you're not actually gonna experience it. Even if like you know, maybe I, I play through as much of a Persona game as I can get through, or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'll, I'll watch the rest on YouTube, skim around here and there. But you know, who am I to tell someone? If they're a fan of something or not, I mean, shit, man. If you yeah, if you point. care yeah. about it, if you I care about it more than me, then <laughs> that is this whole segment. <laughs> that's the real, that's the true answer to all these questions for, yeah. for real. But um, yeah, I mean, I you are you're definitely missing out on a significant portion of the experience. I would say yeah. if you're just watching a game instead of playing it, but that doesn't mean you don't like it. Hmm. What about this? What if what if somebody did it for Dark Souls? What if somebody watched somebody mm. play Dark Souls on YouTube and uh, yeah, it constitutes that as being a Dark Souls fan? I mean, like you can't be a fan of the gameplay then if you never played it, but you could be a fan of you know the uh, the art style, the creature design, the the um, Hell yeah. The lore and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like... It's almost like... The music. I don't know. Yeah, Dark Souls is so... Such a piece of art that it is just like a thing to behold, like... Just looking at it is like... And like, <laughs> thinking about the lore and watching the lore videos and stuff. It's like... Are you getting horny? <laughs> <laughs> what is that voice? God damn. <clears throat> I want souls, man. No. Um... But um that that that's my that's my like true positioning on it. It's just like you can be a fan of things for so many different reasons like that y- y- I don't know. Like you can see the design for something and like that franchise simply because you like the design in my opinion. Like I mean that like you said that doesn't mean you can have any sort of opinion on the gameplay mm. if like or like um i'm trying to find like a example for like 
Like, you can't talk about the plotline for Star Wars if you just like the design for, like, Stormtroopers. But that is, like, basically what our childhood was like. We bought these toys for things we didn't truly understand, but, yeah. like, we liked it because the toy was cool. Um, and that was enough reason back then. So why isn't it now? <laughs> yeah, why just... all the gatekeeping? I don't know. That's what's pretty annoying and juvenile about, like, you know, these uh, Megami Tensai Hell. <laughs> it's just like, although a lot of that is people just fucking around, um, which is fun, but it's just like <laughs> people are so na- nasty and snobby about shit. And it, like, yeah. like, what happens when, like, everyone in a community is a troll? Like, <laughs> does that mean there's no trolls? Anyway, I don't want to. It's one of the worst fan bases. Like, everyone's just yeah. Everyone's just like out to get each other. It's like there's no community. Yeah, also, it's not like oh my god, I can't believe I found other people who like this thing too. It's like, what do you like about it? And then you like say the wrong thing, and they're like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I want to say that the community should not be like held as any reflection for like <laughs> that fan base. I mean, I'm like I I'm on the subreddit too and those people are very reasonable people yeah. and they're very polite uh that that is a hell group uh thus you're fucking burning as long as you're part of that um but yeah those are, those were the main uh questions i had to ask um but i think like i, I think we've like seen the the sort of like perception of fandom change uh a whole bunch over the past like uh i don't know like 15 years i'd say like i think there's like a relationship between social media and like the state like toxic fandom is in today like um and i'm like wondering like why things got to the point they're at now basically what is the point Uh, they're at now like um we were talking about like shipping earlier and i feel like i almost don't see like as much stuff like that anymore as i as i used to um but and i don't think i don't think there's anything really that bad about that not necessarily it's more I i don't necessarily like that's it's an interesting, weird, fun side of things, but um, I think like yeah, a lot of it... Tumblr, you know, I think Tumblr kind of died out a little bit. All right, I know it's still going, but it's you know, I don't know how many people are using Tumblr as compared to maybe five years ago or so, but um, mm. you know, that was such a like breeding ground for um probably honestly more positive uh aspects of of fandom um because i don't know it it wasn't facebook and it was kind of like you could be as anonymous as you wanted i guess on Tumblr, you know and yeah um now you know facebook groups where you know you can make a fake facebook if you want or whatever but yeah it's different and it's more public and it's more um clout based you know with twitter and shit like you know a lot of fandom is sort of turned into like performance a little bit um where there was always that aspect even in 
the olden days of, of message boards. But, um, you know, with Twitter and Facebook and shit, it's like, yeah, there's a bit of a performative aspect. And then uh, everyone everyone knows how to troll now. So, <laughs> yeah, it's fun, too. But I kind of like I, I, I think I see like a correlation between like the sort of like mainstream like push of like sort of nerd culture yeah which uh, is a terrible thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um this like abhorrent behavior that's being displayed by uh people on the internet and unfortunately in real life um yeah. and i think like the marvel movies are kind of not single-handedly responsible for like the mainstream appeal of nerd stuff mm-hmm. but like I, I feel like after, like, those started churning, I saw a lot more people uh, proudly displaying that they were a nerd on, like, social media yeah. and, like, the internet in general I, I, and stuff. I was going to mention Joss Whedon earlier when you were talking about, like, the Snyder Cut with, like, the... Because um, I know, like, Joss Whedon didn't write that, but, like, um, when the Joker was like, who else is going to give you a reach around Batman or whatever? And it's like... <laughs> That is some Joss Whedon shit right there. It's just like, I mean, maybe he wouldn't write that exact line, but just like this insistence on like no. adding this like sardonic humor into these superhero movies and stuff. Very Joss Whedon-y and, and um, you know, pretty played out and annoying where it's like serious shit's going on and someone has to say something like, oh, I wish <laughs> I wish I had just stayed at home, I guess, or whatever. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> they're not even sure. But yeah, it was like you know, like that injection, that injection of snark into into nerd shit, and like yeah, like the push of the push of uh, mainstream nerd culture kind of culminating in the early two thousands. Um, that I think slowly morphed it into like you know like nerd culture almost started to reflect like jock shit like in a in some weird way um especially yeah. you know and obviously we saw the fucking illogical conclusion of that with like gamergate type shit you know or whatever where i don't even i i don't even know what gamergate is i have a vague notion of what went down with that and i don't really know but <laughs> You know, it's just this the, the toxic masculinity of nerd culture that was always deep down there. Like, if you watch <clears throat> Revenge of the fucking what is it, nerds or geeks or whatever, um, they're just yeah. you know they they have they're just pent up. They what they want to be jocks, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. That's just maybe I'm just going off topic here and on a tangent, but I. I, I kind of know what you mean. I have like trouble like tying um what was going on in during Gamergate. There were there are so many like instances of stuff like this happening in like gaming culture too. Yeah. I mean, I don't even um, know. I literally like when I say I don't know what Gamergate is, I really don't know what Gamergate is, but I assume <laughs> it was like some chick was like I play video games and they were like no you don't. It was like that kind of thing. It was kind of similar. Uh. I think she she was saying something about like how the the differences between how men are portrayed in video games to women mm. and like 
it was too much. It blew up. Yeah. It broke the, the internet. Handle that possibility. Um. The important thing to ask yeah. is who wins the internet. You know. It was who we'll who see, won man. the internet. I'm pretty today. sure fucking co- corporate America won the internet uh, a couple of years ago, but. Um. Um. But anyway, I, no I kind of wanted to talk about like shipping. I want to talk about shipping a little bit because yeah, yeah, uh, shipping was something. I I thought shipping was weird. The first time I was became aware of it was around the time Animal Crossing was popular and people were shipping uh, the the chameleon and the oh. beaver guy. I think it's naturally. Uh, it's, I mean, <laughs> what's name? Uh, Flick the chameleon and CJ the beaver. Sorry, mm-hmm. but um, and it it like. <laughs> It kind of like irked me a bit when I was seeing this because I'm like, this is like a kid's game, mm. I guess, and these are like cute little animals. I don't really want to think about them like dating each other, you know? Yeah. Because it like it loses its innocence in that regard, which may say something about like my perceptions. I don't know. Um, you don't think it'd of be romantic relationships, but like you don't think it's cute. I don't think it'd be what. What if you like? It would be cute if you're. Animal Crossing characters, like, you just, like, notice that they're spending a little bit more time together in the town or whatever, and you're like, hmm, something's up with them. And, you know, maybe you sneak up on them at night, and they're by the <laughs> by the pond, and what, they give you well, I guess a so. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I guess if I saw my villagers doing it, I think I kind of just, like, inherently also hate CJ and the chameleon guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time they showed up, they gave off real, this energy oh, that yeah, kind yeah. of, like, frustrated me. I know who me. you're talking about now, actually. Yeah, those those two guys. The one does bugs and the yeah. other one does fish, right? Yeah, yeah they can fuck it's right crazy. off, actually. But I mean, you know what? You should be together. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go run off together. <laughs> Have your uh, what's a, what do you think a, dude? Would it be a, what's the combination of a beaver and a chameleon? Um. What can it do, I guess, is more. Well, I think the offspring would die, unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I thought that, that was my introduction to it, and I thought it was weird. And, um, I've seen, I've since seen more instances. I was like talking about this. Earlier, uh, I think they say full disclosure uh, on real podcasts when they say something uh, like this. But yeah. um, people were shipping uh, Professor Utonium from Powerpuff Girls, and um, I already forgot Dexter's mom. Who the other guy? Oh, Val Val Halland was that his name? Oh uh, yeah, I think that's it. That guy, I thought that was funny. Um, Why? But I don't. <laughs> Did they ever inter? I don't know. Did they ever like, interact? I thought that was like. I don't even know if they tech. I guess. They- I don't know anything about these universes. Or that's what I'm saying. I- not that I don't know anything about them, but like I don't know how they're connected. Mm-hmm. Me either. Or like if it's all the same world. Yeah, because like, um, I mean, I think it seems as though Powerpuff Girls and Dexter take place in the same world, right? Because don't they have a crossover episode? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't recall the. Um, I can't even remember what the fuck Val Halen or whatever was doing, but and what team he was part of or whatever. But it almost 
seemed like it was a TV show within the Dexter universe. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. That makes sense. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Um, but why would... We don't have to go too deep into this. I'm just wondering why. <laughs> <laughs> how how this happened, yeah. you know. Well, maybe if you were Professor a Utonium, true fan, you would know this. So I guess you're right. Yeah, maybe maybe we're like we've fallen off with the uh, Cartoon Network shit. But Professor um, Utonium is just Samurai Jack, right? They literally like look identical. Yeah, they're the same hair, same face. I think oh, kind shit. of. I think Samurai Jack looks a little bit more. Uh, <sighs> He has a larger jaw, possibly, but Ooh. he's also Asian. But yeah, it's just a theory. Also, Gumby, <laughs> 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 uh, but I, I was like, I was like curious, like what what's going on psychologically um, uh-huh. behind people who are doing this and like drawing the fan art and stuff, and uh, apparently. Somebody asked a psychologist uh, about it, and they said uh, it's it's kind of like a projection thing. You know, you mm-hmm. you relate with this character, and you admire these traits in a romantic partner yeah. who this other character also has. Mm-hmm. So you want them to get together. I don't know. That seems pretty, you know, obvious, I guess. But I hadn't thought about it that way, and I'm just like. Harmless. I feel like I don't know. Again, to go back to like how I consumed media as a child, especially growing up, like I feel like I did that a lot. Like I would really, I would really attach to the female characters in any game I was playing. Um, literally, like any game I was playing. <laughs> like I just like I would really attach to to fictional female characters often. <laughs> Not live action ones, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, 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 um, I would, I, you know, and also like I would sometimes transport my identity into uh, the characters of, of, you know, RPG main characters and stuff. But um, or you know, if I didn't like the main character, I would find a character I liked better and say that's me. And then it'd be like, oh, that character has no character development in this game. That sucks. But I can imagine it. I got when I go this. To, when I lay down to sleep at night, I can think about this. I used to, I used to do. <laughs> I swear to God, I used to do this shit. Um, no, man, I've, uh, I was in this similar sort of. Uh, yeah, I think we all we all probably did stuff. Like it's that. fun, uh, and I, that's like and, you know I had my an imagination. Like I had my action figures, right? I had a lot of action figures growing up because I had two older brothers that had built up that collection through the years uh mm-hmm. previous decade so you know i had theirs and i had mine whatever but you know one of those motherfuckers is always me like that's me on the field out there i'm daredevil or whatever <laughs> or gi joe um and i think you know that was a lot of i guess you know childhood escapism and stuff and um which everyone does just everyone does it in a different way uh, to varying degrees of intensity as far as how how far you're you're sublimating <laughs> but um like yeah like me i would um i would go to my best friend's house we'd have our sonic uh, uh stuffed animals and we'd just role play as sonic characters for 
like two days in a, in a row. yeah with like the, the storyline would continue the next day like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you i'd wake up as sonic I'd be like whoa <laughs> wild night like, i need some i need some rings damn <laughs> 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 he, he, he wakes up looks under the covers and there's like a bunch of rings like he went to bed you go like oh. and he, then you go like yell at his mom like he, he like Mom, make us onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he'd say. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That that shit was fun. Yeah, man. That's it's cool. Honestly, honestly, I think I I uh I think I was a little bit like heavy on that kind of stuff when I was a kid. Um and like that's why like I I still like I like to play like RPGs or any game really where I can like one, create a character and name it after myself or whatever, and then, like, name all the other characters after my friends. Um, it's a little bit of a different approach than I would do back in the day as far as, like, literally hardcore projecting myself into a fucking game. Because I think that's a bad thing. Like, the self-insertion thing is kind of, like... I think it's I think it's um better to take a step back from that uh, as an adult, like uh, trying to appreciate a game and the narrative and the atmosphere and the setting and everything, like you shouldn't put yourself in it all the time because, you know, appreciate it for what it is and not like it. this is very, this is very fucking um, psychotherapy or shit right now, but it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, um, what do you mean, like, uh, self-inserting yourself into a game, like, uh, like having, like, a conscious sort of monologue as if you're inside the game as you're playing yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, like, imagine, like, like, all right, so, like, even this, like, with something like Skyrim or Dark Souls, right, like, you can, you can make a character that, you can try and get your character to look, uh, as close to literally you as you can, right? Or you can make a dude with a fucking long white ponytail and like a beard whose fucking name is Xanthar or something and like it's a really cheesy corny generic fucking fantasy name but you know what I mean like you can rather than there's a difference between like role playing and then just self inserting yourself into a world right like Mm. I think I've always struggled with that actually (laughs) like uh, (laughs) when it comes when it comes to like trying to um conceptualize like story environments and settings from like just on a creative level for myself like um you know am i creating characters that are their own people and i think this is just about creativity in general all artists kind of who create a world and story have to think about this right like how much of your characters are yourself and how much are they their own people and interesting mm-hmm. creative creative concepts that you came up with you know um i don't know i mean it's there's levels of like that could you know maybe you're better at writing characters that are closer to yourself and literally maybe based on you and people around you um or you know you're you're better when you're better when you're detached from it sometimes and maybe on a non-creative angle, you can enjoy something better when you're a little bit more detached from it. Um, 
I was gonna say that's typically what I'm doing when I I'm doing like a character creator or something. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm really playing games like that anymore. But uh I don't know. Like playing like Fallout or something. I would have I would make a unique character and have just get the fuck out of my body for a while. <laughs> Be someone else. Yeah, yeah. Do something mm-hmm. different. Yeah, hell yeah. I I I think that's really cool. Um I think that's like interesting. I think it's like more interesting to apply that to like uh, how you like allocate skills. Like your skill points at the beginning mm-hmm. of an RPG yeah, too. Yeah. Uh because like I feel like most of the time I like focus on things that like I'm not really good at. Like I I feel like I always try and give people a lot of uh charisma in these games because I feel like it's very difficult for me to uh uh persuade people, I guess, in the way you would in an RPG. Oh um, shit. I'm just realizing some things about myself. Me too. I'm having an existential I, uh, crisis over here. <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm like Jesus Christ, I'm so self-centered like I'm all <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like this is why I don't play magic characters, you know, because I'm like, fuck, do I know about magic? Like, I'm not really like a smart guy. Like, I'd run in there with the sword, probably. Like, that's probably what I'd do. Um, and but it, it's also like it, I, I wouldn't like take any like implications from this because at the same time, I if there's like a skill for like computers, I always put that up and like. Mm. You know, I'm, I don't have no degree or nothing, but I, I know how to work a computer. <laughs> I do know how to work a computer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just like in my mind, though, I'm like on a basic level, you know, like magic, right? I'm not going to I'm not going <clears> to <throat> create a wizard because in reality, I'd be too lazy to learn magic. <laughs> not reading fucking magic books. <laughs> practice. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I avoid making I avoid <laughs> making magic characters in literally everything I play just because I mm. I think in reality I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would just swing a sword. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to play a game like that now, just like play it as if it was me. Like <laughs> yeah. brutally honest. <laughs> mhm. I did that. Oh man. One of the funniest fucking gaming experiences I've ever had was uh, I think um, for a little bit XCOM Enemy Unknown was like free on PS Plus or something I got that and uh, you know you can name all of your your units your little dudes and like <laughs> naming naming them all after me and literally everyone I know like because there's like 30 <laughs> of them or something you know so like you've got a pretty big cat pretty big cast of characters there and then just like it was the first playthrough it's just like oh man like my best friend just died <laughs> like unceremonious <laughs> unceremoniously his head just exploded like and you just have but Jesus. it was great though because it's like damn like it adds some weight to the situation <laughs> and like I'm like, well, I, I, yeah, ha- I must, playing... I must carry on. I cannot reload. You're fucking dead, you know. <laughs> and I, I did that with Final Fantasy Tactics too, which actually takes an like, it's an enormous waste of time to do that because you have to like get all these generic characters and blah blah blah. But like, and have extra characters for no reason. But yeah, I like had like A team and B team, 
and it'd just be like i was i was so committed to like if someone dies that's it they're done and then like <laughs> when that actually happens and you think about how much time you put into their character it's just like ugh, can i really <laughs> do this can i really get through the life the actual the actual death mechanic of this game which i i want so badly to role play in my head narratively but it's hard yeah sorry i got a little i think that like like i've heard a lot of people like talk about how they do that and specifically tactical Mm -hmm. games like xcom and like i I, i've never played the xcom xcom games but i think it's funny that people need to do that because it like implies that there's the the writing's not good enough to like justify the deaths of the characters. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like normally if if like random soldier grunt dies, it's like oh whatever. Mm-hmm. Like fuck him. He got himself killed. Yeah. Like if it's your best friend, then it's like <laughs> it's like, dude you, you I wanna you project them onto this like modeled character. Yeah, and it's like you like flash back to a memory where you like you're having a beer and you're like promise we're gonna make it through this together right and then it flashes back to his head fucking exploding <laughs> <from an> alien <laughs> like <laughs> it <was>, no <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes I just realized we're like way off topic. Yeah, for sure. Um, Absolutely, like far, <laughs> far off topic. But we are, we are but kind of. We are talking about self-insertion, right? Yeah. And and projection. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that ties yeah. into and, fandom for sure. Yeah. Uh, Plus, we're talking about stuff we like. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Stuff we're a fan of. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Anyway, but, this is uh, this is basically my final question. There's kind of a little follow-up to it, but. Uh, has fandom gone too far? Yes. Yeah, it must be burned. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Elaborate, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, underneath it, I have, like, a little dot, uh, and it says Misery, like the movie. And mm. I think, uh, oh. that, I think Misery, like, encompasses the idea of fandom now where, yeah. you know, you've got, uh, I forgot the lady's name. Misery, um, but you've got like a million uh, of them now. Kathy Bates. Yeah. Kathy Bates. Kathy yeah. Bates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing she did was uh, that weed show on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen it. <laughs> There's a prequel to Misery called Castle Rock on Hulu. Uh, season two. Oh. Season two. Skip. That's skip season is. one. But or I mean, watch it. I don't care. But season two is a prequel to like Misery. Um, but Lizzie what? Kaplan is Kathy Bates. Um, only, it's I've not heard... ca- okay. So go ahead. Like I don't think it, it's not it's not canon. I don't think, but like it's pretty neat. <clears throat> okay. Um, 
I've only heard that name Castle Rock before, and I assumed it was some like ultra dry like BBC show or something. It's uh it's the town that Stand by Me takes place in. Oh. Um, so it's like it's it's basically uh it's the Stephen King universe hub in a way. Okay. Um, yeah, I th- was it? I think was that the one where it's like a crossover of like a bunch of different yeah like, like f- a bunch of different characters. Show the up first or the first season deals a lot with like the Shawshank prison and shit. Um, and uh, fucking Ace Merrill. It's kind of stupid, but it's it's, it's like a, a fandom Stephen um, King. Show. It's like a Stephen. It is King kind of a fan. Show. It's kind of a fan. It's kind of a fan fiction. Fan service. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So I just realized I, ha- I have nothing. On I, that I would say I don't think fan fandom's service. really. I don't think fandom's gone too far in my. I mean, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. But I think uh, I I worry about creators um, and with the shit they have to deal with. Uh, right. Um, <clears throat> That's kind of like what I meant. Yeah. I kind of meant. Um, uh, specifically, like things like fan entitlement. Um, people getting death threats. Like shit yeah, like that. I think that is just like, the fucked up side of the internet. That I don't know. In such like an interesting time, especially like uh, a little callback to the Snyder Cut. Like that's something that was brought about through uh, you know fan entitlement, like stuff like Sonic having his model changed in the movie. Like fan entitlement <laughs> is like apparently has like far reaching pr- uh, power now. It's kind of scary to think about a bunch of angry nerds are able to like cost these companies like potentially millions of yeah. dollars, mm. not hundreds of thousands. I don't want to take us off topic again, whatever. but I will say I think I think the Sonic thing was like okay, everyone hates this. We should change it, or else we're not going to make any money, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. that was a cover um, their ass move. Which yeah, because I think that was re- I think the outcry over that was reasonable in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it wasn't even like you know they didn't have to do that though. It was just kind of like, it was almost like, hey, let's see what anyone, let's see what people think about this, and everyone was like, oh, we hate it, and it was like, okay, we'll change it. But well, it I mean, wasn't exactly well, they like it. that. But <laughs> they, they were ready to put that movie out, and then they <laughs> pushed it back like so long. Not so long. It wasn't very long. Okay, it wasn't well, like, never mind. Oh, let's but... check with the fans, and the fans were like, "I don't know. Could you think you could maybe change it for us?" Or that's how that's how I pictured it in my head for some reason. But um, damn, well, they shouldn't have done that. But the funny thing, ab- <laughs> the funny thing about that was like, I I I mean, I didn't spend them much time like crawling threads and shit but i didn't see anyone who was like outraged by sonic everyone was just like i mean everyone was making fucking memes of it and just yeah yeah i don't know if if anyone was like really like upset or if everyone's just making fun of it and i think that was like i guarantee there were thousands of people that were ready to fucking yeah like leave their uh, leave their freaking mom's basement to go do something. You know? <laughs> I'm gonna go do the funny something thing about, about that is that, <laughs> that like, <laughs> beyond Sonic's appearance, like, there's, like, inherent problems with the film entirely for those fans that, like, can't be fixed <laughs> simply by changing Sonic. Like, At least he looks like Sonic, and though. I don't, yeah, I don't think they realize that, and... 
I don't know. I didn't hate that movie. It wasn't like great, but like it was a lot better than I expected. It to oh, be. what's the I'll next thing that. that Sonic the Hedgehog Man is making? Um, we were talking about uh, video game movies oh, earlier. Yeah. We were talking about Metal Gear Solid Movie Man, uh, Adam Wingard, and what else? What else is he making besides the Metal Gear Solid one? Um, Gundam, right? Oh, you're talking about uh, Jordan 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 Vogd Roberts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But well, earlier we were talking about Adam Wingard, who's making Gundam and Metal Gear Solid, I guess. Um, and you know how that might be. Who's Adam? He's the director. Oh, he's he not. He did Kong. He did Kong and not, Godzilla, right? Am I getting Kong, shit super mixed up? <laughs> Kong was Vogue yeah. Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, either way. <clears throat> Who's your man? Uh, the guy I'm talking about right now, he's doing, he did Sonic the Hedgehog. And I heard he had something else coming up that was like video game related. I'm sorry. Let me just. Jeff Fowler? Jeff Fowler. Well, Sonic. he's doing Sonic the Hedgehog 2, so there's that. Um, I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't find what I'm looking for right now. But um, movies be movies be in production. Don't worry. At Foul Town. Yeah, I guess I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can cut that part out. I, just, I took it. I took us. I took us down a dead end. <laughs> uh, I I think I think Phantom's gone too far, guys. I think like the the at least like what I see on fucking Twitter like every fucking day is like too much. Like I don't understand how people became this invested, but I think it has a lot to do with like uh the fucking corporatization of all this shit. Like, is it uh how not only emotionally invested in things people are, but also financially now? Like, I don't know. People are fucking <coughs> mad. Yeah, with pay to play stuff and etc. Um, Jeff know. Fowler. I just like something to do with Shadow the Hedgehog. The hmm. fuck? Who is this guy? He's a shadowy this hedgehog person. himself, also. Yeah, sorry. Um, I I just I I like it 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 like pisses me off though like, the, the people feel so entitled that they, like uh, it's fucking misery, dude. Like, why do you fucking know better than the creators of this thing you're criticizing? Like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I got on this fucking while ago when somebody's like Dark Souls should have easy mode. I was like, I'm sorry, uh. I guess you know better than the fucking director of these games. Right. Um, uh, and you feel so entitled to like tell them that they should put this in their game. I'll I not Dark Souls not as an example. I don't know what an example actually would be, but I'll I'll push back on that a little bit. I think fans have a lot to do. I mean, obviously fans have a lot to do with a franchise's success. Um, they're an important part of a whole. I've said part of a whole twice now, and I don't. It sounds weird now that I'm thinking about it. One one unit. Um, one slice. But I mean, sometimes there there are uh, there are fucking 
TV series and shit that uh, they set out to uh, make something. They don't know where it's going to go. And uh, then it picks up momentum and they have to keep writing and like making shit up. And they they didn't know they were going to have to do that. Yeah, that, that's. Uh, I mean, since like Twin Peaks, right? That they weren't supposed yeah. to. They didn't. They didn't ever want to reveal who killed Laura Palmer, but they had. They ended up having to in mm-hmm. the second season, um, and it kind of like fucked up their vision a little bit. Mm. But then again, I don't think you're. I don't think you should get mad about it. Uh, necessarily I think you can be like ah well that's I wish something else happened but to the point of like well I don't know I always think of like Evangelion when when I think of stuff like that like people fucking were sending Ano death threats over the end of that series and then he was like fuck it released end of Evangelion and then people were like oh I'm still gonna kill you because this I hate this too really yeah (laughs) Oh my god. That's fucked. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know exactly what my point is, but um uh, I, mean, I feel bad. I, I feel bad because I, I, I always I always trash the ending of the series as like, oh it wasn't really they didn't I don't I don't even think I always heard that it was like they ran out of money and so they made it like that. But maybe that's not true. Sorry, Bernie, what were you gonna say? I know what you Uh I know it I know your point or I think I understand your point and I think I like actually agree with it and simultaneously disagree with I, it. I I feel the same like, way it, about what I just I agree and disagree with the like, way it's um the reason for that is because like I mean as uh, as an artist um <laughs> I don't like Bernie's wearing one of those little painter's fucking, hats right now and he's holding a palette painter hat it, it, uh, little French guy. I don't want people telling me how to fucking like make my art better. That like aren't artists, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. And I get the impression that a lot of these people telling creators what to do aren't part of any creative process, and like mm. don't understand what goes into like making them, or even the fucking. Just like what sort of planning goes into that shit, and like right. you got enough time to bitch about someone else's. It's like <clears throat> I don't know. But at the same time, what if they're right? You know, what if what if there is a uh, uh, like sometimes they might be. If the overwhelming actual, majority of a like, community is upset about something, then uh, they're probably right. I mean, a good a good community will offer <laughs> a good community will offer criticism where it's needed, um, and not overstep their boundaries. You know, yeah. I think it's like it's just literally, literally just part of like how much you choose to respect uh, the person that you're, you know, whose art you're consuming. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, unfortunately, the more popular a thing is the more uh, variety you're going to have in that respect. Yeah. Um, mm. That's why, like, I don't know, things like... Um, <sighs> this isn't such a good example now that I think about it. I'm, I was just thinking of, like, uh, really, like, positive fandoms that I've experienced. Um, like, 
the mother series for example like earthbound mother mother three um it's just like i mean i think because of the nature of that game like it's it's about being like the fandom is about it's about being cute and you know like friendship and um you know there's just like this sort of innocent quality to it obviously there's there's hentai of everything but uh <laughs> uh-huh. as that's just how it goes but like generally the gener- <laughs> what <laughs> i'm just saying I, I any any fandom of any why'd your mind go there <laughs> just be, because dude like like you can have the most pure positive fandom on earth but someone's always gonna make it sexual no matter what oh that's your point yeah um but yeah, it's true. That wasn't that wasn't really what I was. That wasn't really my point. That was just kind of a sidebar. But <laughs> like, okay. uh, nice. I don't know. I was just thinking about um, fandoms where there's actually not much uh, toxic bullshit, and where everyone is generally pretty respectful and helpful with each other. Um, I don't know. Can you think? I'm. I know. Animal Crossing, uh, the new one. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I was like, yeah, it's hard to be hard to be a shit about that game, right? Um, there were definitely assholes in there, but like, I I never like I was on a Discord for like trading like items and shit. Yeah, uh, for a while, and like no one ever stole my shit. No one ever pulled some like <coughs> fucking villain shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. People are very polite. Yeah, yeah I feel like. Um, uh, Played certain games like Dwarf Fortress or something, or like I'm trying to think. There's like online games I play where like you go into a forum and like ask questions, like because it's something like a really inscrutable game. It's hard to understand. You know, you post a little thread in the forum and people just respond very kindly and helpfully. It doesn't happen all that often, but when it does, it's just like, damn, this is great. Like, yeah, and I think I I imagine like the. The more esoteric it is, the the more likely you're you'll get right, that. Right. Even though Animal Crossing was like the most popular game right. ever around that time, but it's not killing anyone. I don't so. know. There's no violence, so it's like I don't know. Yeah, no violence. Isn't no, unless you're hitting somebody with your axe right. and it bounces off. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I've I've one more I have one more question. I know I said that before. I have one more question. <laughs> Say it again. Alright, alright, here we go. Before we close out, uh how do we fix this? Mm. How do we fix this toxic uh the toxic side of fandom, the death threats, the the whining, the crying, the people unable to get out of bed because uh uh Kylo Ren and Ray were romantic with each other. Mm. I'm gonna I'm going to go to the uh, internet building. I'm going to pull the plug. Oh, shit. You know, I think it is. I think maybe it does stem from the internet, but as I mentioned earlier with Twin Peaks, (coughs) you know, they were pressured by the network to reveal who the killer is, right? But the network was pressured by the people. Mm-hmm. And that was that was in 1990, um, you know. 
I don't think the internet was really much then, mm-hmm. right? So that's an interesting point, though, because I think that is like where part of the responsibility lies nowadays is like corporate, you know, strong arming on like uh, creative freedom on artists and giving people what they want versus what the creator mm-hmm. actually wants. I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, they are responsible. Partially, at least. In my opinion, how to fix this is, um, you know, I mean, I think it's, I think it's just a symptom of uh, our diseased world um, and the amount of the degree of escapism that we've come to because of the hellscape that we live in um, under, mm. you know, this uh, neoliberal capitalist democracy. Um and you know the total alienation and also uh intense individualism that it causes uh and insular fucking worldviews um where you're just i don't know just just hateful and shitty about everything all the time um and wanting things to be yours <clears throat> like all of a sudden a piece of art is it's you possess it more than the creator itself does um, because you love it so much or whatever. And, you know, so in my opinion, just the, uh, the whole gross nature, um, you know, the sort of capitalistic profit driven nature of, of the entertainment industries in general um, is maybe what helps to generate this kind of shit in the first place. Um, so we got to blow that up too. We got to blow up the internet and that. Yeah. That whole vague concept that I just tried to describe is what we have to blow up. Yes. I was going to say we just delete Twitter, but actually mm-hmm. with both of those together, like you blow up the internet, Twitter has gone. Right, it's gone. Also, like, millions of fandoms are also destroyed also, so you can guarantee they're not going to be coming back fighting. We could probably get the live-action... be demoralized. We could probably get the live-action Gundam movie to do this. Um, You know? (laughs) Blow everything up. Get this done, yeah. Blow up the fandoms and the the capitalism. What if they they actually make, like, giant Gundams for the movie? And it's not even CGI. <laughs> well, they have so that like, one, right? There's one. There's one laying around in Japan yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> I don't know if it can move, but it can. But it it can only move like two steps. I guarantee they use that in the movie somehow, but I don't know. Maybe not. That'd be pretty dope. <sighs> yeah, watch it, I I. I don't. I don't think any of this shit's getting better. I think we're it, shit's gonna get worse over time. Like, yeah. Sorry to be you know, the nihilist, but I like, can only hope that uh, you know, the uh, archi- archival of old video games is a thing that exists, and that you know, if content is only gonna get worse, at least we can harken back to the past. Um, Relive the good old. Yeah, I just I I want to be able to be sixty years old, and still living on planet Earth, or maybe a space colony, and still play Mm -hmm. PS One games. You know, 
Space Colony arc. That was from Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> it was it was just Eggman's head. It was a giant metal Eggman head, and it had a laser. His nose was a laser, and he used it to blow up half the you moon. You know, that was such <laughs> bullshit when they did that. And, like, they should take that out of the out of the game when they remake it in 2020 41 truly you know that came out they came out after 9-11 oh yeah um and if it was before they wouldn't have had that yeah, yeah. they probably was censored it because <laughs> everyone was still sensitive i remember when i played that game for the first time like after 9-11 i was literally shaking and crying oh my god i saw Sonic go down a hill, and when he's on the hill, he's on, like, a piece of the hell. You've played this game? No. Uh, the first mission starts out, and you're basically in uh, San Diego. Or, I might or have San played Francisco. it. I might have played it a long time ago. I'm not sure. I never knew the names mm-hmm. of which Sonic game I was playing. But... All right, so go on, though. You're rolling down you... a hill. You crash into a city. Right. Well, you're not rolling down he's... a hill. You're fucking... Uh... You're rolling around at the speed of sound. The hill at the speed but of sound. You are uh, <laughs> you're fucking snowboarding down a hill on a chunk of a fucking helicopter that on a chunk of a police helicopter that you just busted out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're blowing blowing um, cars out of the air. Really good. Right, that's what scared me when I saw the cars. I was like there's probably people in those cars <laughs> that Oh my No, God. like when you hit a car <laughs> <laughs> when you hit it, when Sonic hits a fucking car, it just it's flies comically in the air. Gets launched and it rolls down. out of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that could have been me and my mom. Oh man, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. Sonic's actually the villain in that game. Because <laughs> if you think about it, none of the bad guys kill anyone. He committed innocent. He committed four nine elevens in that game alone. <laughs> No, like the whole fucking movie, dude. Sonic's like killing police. He's killing random civilians. Um, yeah, he's a bad guy for sure. Not for the. Well, first did thing, these people the deserve thing. it? I don't know. No, these people seemed innocently driving down uh, San Francisco Road. And they never saw it coming. <sighs> That's a good thing. It was a quick death. They were probably cons- co conspirators. Of the state. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Dude, Sonic would know if they were or not. So you got to trust that he knows what he's doing is right. Anyway, I think that's I think that's the sh- our show for tonight. Um, that yeah. was fun. Um, that was fun. Happy kinda, kinda... April 14th, you guys. April 14th. April 14th. It's Apex Twin Day, a lot of people are saying. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, Apex Twin fandom, shouts out. You guys are great, man. Shouts out. What's up, dude? (laughs) Or, alternatively, leave that guy alone. Let him make his music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let the Apex Twins make their song. Yeah, they're very... Busy schedules because they have to so many tests that they have to take for each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're twi- they're twins. Did you know that? <laughs> the Richard D. James. I don't know. I don't know how. To twi- Which one's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Uh... <laughs> when, 
<laughs> Which twin is it? <laughs> well, you uh, can follow us on Twitter at BeatPod. BeatPod. That's B-E-E-T. B-E-E-T. Pod. P-O-D. And um, we'll have an Instagram pretty soon for you when this episode comes out. Um, and maybe that will be BeatPod also, hopefully. Um, yeah, we'll see. And Bernie, what do you all? What do you oh. always say? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Keep them rolling. Keep them rolling, and uh, be sure to air them out too. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm That's always saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always say that to the ladies, and I don't expect to hear that again. <laughs> all right. It's the last time. Okay. Right. Well, good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real song? I thought you guys were breaking into a song I didn't know. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, no more recording, huh? <laughs>